So I was thinking recently. You know, there's the Kai, the the Kais, the Supreme Kai. Yep. King Kai. Grand Kai. All these different Kais, right? Mm-hmm. Is a Kai uh, supposed to be in charge of the different parts of like the universe? That's what I was thought. Yeah. So, if there was a person that was great of heart and was then going to go on to be a Kai, uh-huh. then if they were isekai would they then, would that then make, like, is a Kai isekai <laughs> <laughs> Like, were they people before they were a Kai? Yeah, like, can they... you, is a Kai an isekai? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I've always thought that like they were born into that, like that was just the life they lived. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. I just really wanted to say, <laughs> I like where you brought that. Yeah. That was nice. I, you know what? That I will say. I feel like the I know uh, Akira Toriyama definitely like moves on from things. I I I get it that he like moves on from like he like come up with ideas because the show needs. They're like, listen, Akira Toriyama, we need another fucking saga. He's like, oh, okay. Um, uh, I like uh, bugs this year. Uh, be uh, bug beetle beetle man, but uh, sell crushed it. And so, but like sometimes he creates things like the like when uh, in the Boo Saga or the whatever the fuck the Great Saiyan Saga, uh, when Goku was just like duking it out with a bunch of shit, and then he meets this. I forget what he's called. It's not Grand Kai because King Kai is the one that we know. That's also voiced by Shimmel, I think. And then there's Grand Kai. I think Grand Kai was, or like Master Grand Kai. And that was the dude who just looks like the guy who, like the older dude at a biker club. That dude cracked me up, if you remember him. It was in the I remember same, the old Kai. Yeah, like the same tournament as PyCon. Dude was sick. I like PyCon. Dude, PyCon sucked. Well, like, I liked PyCon. PyCon's I fun, design. and I look back longingly on him. Yeah. But he was, if, you, if you're playing a Dragon Ball game, mm-hmm. you don't want to choose PyCon because his stats are so bad oh yeah for and sure. he's just a reject namekian he is and he also did the same thing birder did he was like i'm the fastest i was like okay well we all know that if we just get stronger we're faster than you let's be honest here yeah and so yeah was well, what they always have the one yeah every time the newest one was hit yep they just always have the not faster <laughs> yeah. and then goku's like no nah. it's like superman in the in the flash <laughs> the flash is like all i have is i'm fast and yeah. Superman's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, I can crush it. And you. he's just fast. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I always, that, uh, that, I know that it's all like comic books very big with like, you know, the writer is very dependent on like, you know, like whatever. I think that there's always jokes of like, so could this person beat this person? Well, it depends on the writer. And so I think it's big with like, uh, what really pisses me off is like Superman's abilities. One thing that kills me is when, like, they always have, I've seen a couple times where he's, like, dashed off and came back, and he has, like, glasses or whatever to show that he was, like, he just super read. Like, he just read a bunch of fucking books, and he's like, all right, I've learned everything about this subject. I'm like, shut it down. Shut it. You are not the Flash. I get that you're fast. Don't get me wrong. I get that. There's no way the Flash can read fast. Yeah, I was like, dude, come on now. That doesn't, that would have to be its own superpower. Yeah. Being able to run fast. Yeah. Has the, I don't think Usain Bolt is is out there reading books faster than a, a reader. Yeah, right? Just because you're fast at something yeah. doesn't mean you're fast at reading. Yeah. 
or just fast at everything in general. Yeah, just mean you are physically able to go extremely fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I get, one could be like, oh, this is super, everything about him super. But, like, I don't know. Like, that thing, because then I'm like, Well, that's right, why well, Superman sucks. You can- <laughs> this is the exact reason why I don't like Superman. Superman has everything. Superman's the perfect superhero. Yeah. Superman was, like, one of the original superheroes of all time and is the perfect superhero and has everything possible to be the greatest. Yeah. And just, like, the Superman versus Goku video. Yeah. Those videos online, by the way, I think are trash. Yeah. Even when uh, the one I want to win wins, when it's this person versus this person, we go into the stats of who should win because of what. Mm-hmm. Even when the person I like and want to win wins, yeah, I feel like the I I feel like it's a complete bias, and they don't take everything into consideration, or they just push something way too far. Yeah, and it's annoying. Yeah. Superman fights Goku. Goku's beating the shit out of him. In that video, they just say Goku unknowingly does a Kamehameha that pushes him. Superman would have died, but unknowingly he shoots him into the sun. And as we know, Superman just gets super powered because of the sun. And it's what a stupid (laughs) deus ex machina to save Superman. So you guys just, what? Yeah, what if he just shot him past the sun? He just keeps going. Just miss the sun. Just It's like, all right, well, then there, there goes that. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, those those things make me so angry. What's funny is I I went on a binge of those for a bit. I think I like went off and I actually really like the eight bit ones. Like when they show them, they kind of look like an old retro game. Because the 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 Dragon Ball versus uh, sorry Goku versus Superman one that was three D animated, and they also I appreciated them getting the voice actor of the abridged super uh, abridged Goku. That cracked me up. Uh, but I I when they did like the three D animation because it was their biggest video, and so they went hard on that one. But uh, in the other videos, they usually go with like a 3D kind of like uh, a SNES look. And one of the videos I did, uh, I really, I really liked, and I was like, "Of course, this is how this would end." But now looking at, as you said, I'm 100% biased. That's the character I wanted to win, so it won. It was Shazam versus Captain Marvel. I was like, "Dude, Shazam crushed her, absolutely obliterated her." And I was like, "Oh, dude, as it should be." But then I was looking back, and I was like. I actually don't know shit about Captain Marvel. I, I don't actually have the ability of being like, yeah, of course he wins. I don't know. I, I just wanted mine to win, and it won, and I was like, yeah, this is facts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's just watching them. I understand what they're trying to do. Yeah, for but sure. they're also just putting in the their most insane... This sequence of events is insane for the fight to do. Hmm. You put together... You guys, it's as if they don't know anything about creating fights... And they just, they have all of this data on either side. And they're like, how do we make all of this happen in a fight? Yeah. And it doesn't take into consideration the fighting prowess of the fighters, really. They're Mm -hmm. like, this one's a way better fighter than this one, but this one's stronger. And then they don't understand what a fight would look like between them or the choreography that would go into a fight. Because the choreography is not just punch, punch, block, block. The choreography is this person knows how to do specific moves, so they would be doing them and we have to get an understanding of how somebody else would react to the... They don't take any of that into consideration. (laughs) They're just like, Link has the power gauntlets that let him pick up a 60-ton, a 600-ton pillar. That means he's more powerful than anybody ever. Yeah. So he'll win a fight. What? (laughs) So (laughs) what you're going to have to tell me in this fight is either he's been carrying those... Or to get prepped for the fight, he he went and understood that the other person was this, so he had to go and he can't just they can't just have it. This doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Because you could do that about anything. Yeah. Yeah, if you prep long enough, you'll beat the other person <laughs> and hope that the other person doesn't prep too. I just never got it. <laughs> I just never got it. Yeah. Also, you would have to have those people. It, the suspension of disbelief is that they end up somehow in the same world. Yes. But if you try to put uh, some DBZ character into Naruto's world or Naruto into the DBZ universe... There's some kind of ethereal thing with key and with chakra mm-hmm. that wouldn't exist in the other world. Mm. Imagine two magic systems. <laughs> yeah. There's a magic system in uh, the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson, the books. Mm-hmm. It's alloy-based. It's alloy, allomancy. Okay. So you ingest a type of metal, and ingesting that gives you powers, specific powers. Okay. If that person comes to our world and eats a piece of metal... They get metal poisoning and die. <laughs> they don't get powers. Yeah. So you'd have to be almost isekai'd into the other world and hope that you took on powers similar to what you had in a different place. Yeah, like during the isekai process, your your powers are like meeting up with the other powers of the world and are like, all right, listen, this is how my mechanics work. How can we make this somewhat okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the DBZ characters go into Naruto. Okay, so you guys have key. Yeah. The god of one of the gods there. It's like, okay, so we're gonna say that yours is about this and then they're gonna come together and you, you you're gonna say chakra now, okay? Yeah. It's gonna be chakra. <laughs> and chakra doesn't really work the way that you guys use it, but you can just use it the same way. It's just not the same. It's gonna. It might be weaker or start. We don't know. Hundred yeah. percent. Actually, yeah. just fucking go. It. Whatever. <laughs> it was, I, you know, what's funny is that little description you gave. Like the gods are and it, Konosuba has fucked me over with Isekai. Because when you said that, my first thought was completely black room, really pretty girl uh, is right there giving a description poorly. Yes. Yeah. Konos- Aqua is the goddess that meets you every time. I don't know why. Yes. Yeah. Ow! Yeah. I just pulled hair out of my head with my hat. I don't know. And the funniest part is I'm not even a huge Konosuba guy. Like, I like Konosuba, but they set a bar for Isekai. The, well, they were just making fun of Isekai. They were yeah. satirizing Isekai. Yeah. So, and, and I believe satirization, great satirization of something, mm-hmm. is a distilled form of the thing. Oh, yeah. To satirize something, you have to know it super well. Yep. And I also believe you have to appreciate it a ton. Yes. I was talking to somebody recently about what I think is wrong about SNL today. Ooh. I think there's a big division between old SNL and new SNL because Dana Carvey said something that really stuck with me. Okay. Dana Carvey said, there's a lot of people nowadays that satirize a person that do that persona, that act like a dumb version of a person. Mm-hmm. And they hate the person they're acting as. And it doesn't work. Because they don't find any bit of appreciation within that person. They just hate them and try to make them look as bad as possible. And Dana Carvey said, the only way you can do a good satire of a person is to have an appreciation for who they are and why they act the way they do. And then you can have fun and funny moments with it instead of it being vitriolic hate and being angry with the person. Mm. And I think that's a big difference between... I don't watch much new SNL because I just thought it wasn't funny anymore. Mm-hmm. And it seemed so much like they were just being mean for mean-spirited sake to people. Yeah. 100%. And I don't find mean for mean-spirited sake to be funny. I find when you're jabbing at somebody 
that's fine. Yeah. But you can only come from really a place of understanding for it to be good. If if Konosuba, the people making it, they know everything about Isekai. <laughs> yeah. They've gone so in the trenches to know all the bits and pieces so that they can satirize it. But it still is one. Yeah. So if they hated it, they'd be shitting on themselves. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. But if somebody came along and hates Isekai, and then they make an Isekai about how much Isekai sucks, why would I, I would hate to watch it. Yeah, it sounds like it would be a terrible experience. Yeah, because if I'm also, if I watch Isekai, yeah. and your entire show is about how bad it is, and you actually dislike it, and you're just calling it horrible, then you're calling me horrible for yeah. liking it. Yeah. So I, I just think there needs to be a kernel of joy and of appreciation. It doesn't have to be love. Yeah. But appreciation towards a thing to satirize. I like that. I like that theory with that. I've done, I think I've done impressions uh, in the past. And looking back at them, I think there is definitely a level of respect I have for the impressions I've done. Because it, it's like the respect or the admiration. It's it also gives you the the want to learn more about the person and experience and and study them instead of looking at them like God, I hate them. I can copy the way they talk. Yeah, because now you just do the worst possible thing about them. Yeah, or you just make up a horrible because th- you just hate you just dislike them. Yeah, so you're gonna make them bad. Mm-hmm. And but- someone might be like, Oh, it does sound like him. And like that's it's like oh cool that you receive that little bit of like oh cool like that I crushed it, but people that do like good impressions like uh, was it uh, Bill Hader like and I think like like and then uh, sometimes you know, like Jimmy Fallon like there's I think really good impressions like you can see them kind of like I love the I love when you see like them kind of going into the personality because you see their brain brain like they'll like their eyes will look somewhere else and they'll just start to be like all right brrr, like let me scan all the stuff that I because like you said I like to think that they have studied the piss out of the individual they have they've watched them they've studied them they've probably tried to understand them a bit I mean like why do they have these mannerisms why do they talk the way they do even sometimes there can be somebody who does the perfect vocal impression of someone Mm -hmm. you just think wow they sound a lot a lot like that person yeah and then someone else doesn't they kind of get it they hit the way that they speak and the 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 way that they formulate sentences they don't sound just like them, but they understand the person more. So the way they talk makes you feel like they're doing a better impression. Yes. Someone can sound exactly like them. Okay, cool. Yeah. You sound just like them, but that person does a way better impression than you. Yeah. 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 That person I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. Cool. That's awesome. You can make your voice sound like somebody. Yeah. But the person who embodies them. And you don't want to embody somebody you hate. No. You wouldn't want to. No. So I guess we can we can really appreciate Konosuba for truly embellishing into the world of Isekai. Yeah. And it's a good way to just... Sometimes you do that for yourself. <laughs> sometimes you, you make a little... It's not even necessarily another person, but you get an amalgamation of people around you mm. that are doing all right, and you, you hide in the background. Yeah. It's a, it's a good way. If you don't know all the... Uh, everyone in a new job in a new school something like that you can get an amalgam of people and now you're you but you're kind of a bunch of things put together and you get into the shadows you don't do anything that pushes you up to the forefront you don't do anything that makes people go what's that guy doing (laughs) you're just calm in the background 
In my day, we called them emos. No, see, when I see an emo, I'm like, what is that guy doing? Oh, shit. Yeah. But then there's the kid who just sits there with the same t-shirt on as everybody else. <laughs> Truly. Just is. doing his work. Yeah. Just lose yourself in it. You just, like, go back into the shadows. Yeah. It's an emergence. It's an eminence. <laughs> and shadow. I was, I knew shadow was coming. Eminence and shadow. Dude, I, I, th- Bravo. I'm clapping. Bravo to the eminence. But bringing bringing the the transition to a forefront is losing the transition. Oh damn it! All right, cut that part out. No, it's fine. We're gonna watch Eminence and Shadow. Tage would be horrible in a a like ninja clan. <laughs> dude, terrible. <laughs> dude, 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 you'd be everyone's there is a group. It's like five people are supposed to be in this in this uh, in this job. Yep. Five people from the ninja clan have shown up. It's a job of 70. Tage would walk in with donuts one day, set him down. And he's like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to ingratiate myself into these people. You're trying to what? Oh, I just, I'm new with them. We're all new. What do we do now? He's like, shut, the, shut up, dude. He's like, ah, can we do the ninja thing? Shut up, dude. Shut, shut up, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I think Eminence and Shadow is an isekai. Yeah, I believe it's. A, it says that it's an isekai. Yeah, and it said that there was a truck involved, which standard fare. Dude, no way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a truck involved, dude. So this guy ends up being in a different, a different world, but it looked beautiful. It looked like the animation was pretty, pretty pretty. I've not had a chance to see it. I'm excited. All I saw was the pictures. Hopefully, it's not just. Super uh, unmoving, beautiful stills. Because <laughs> then I'll be mad. But we're going to get an eminence and shadow and see if we have a good time in there. Holy. Whoa. He just consistently works out. Nobody knows. I think that I think that bag was actually really heavy. That's why his shoes were heavy, too. Oh, my God. Dude, he's Piccolo. Damn, teacher didn't you even know her name. sitting next to her. Dude, teacher doesn't even know your name. He's crushing it. Oh, there he is. There he is, bro. Nonchalant, like, because I'm going to take them all out. <laughs> Damn. Take off the weight vest, bro. <gasps> yup, take off all the weights. It's time. Crowbar. Are you going to balaclava in a crowbar? This man's about to go do some damage, bro. <laughs> Dude, you don't even need to be very strong to kill somebody with a crowbar. We'll work on a name later. Did not. Ru- no, we'll work Stylish. on a name later. Ruffian Slayer? Yeah, we'll we'll work on that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. He, he bro- broke the guy's head. Oh, he smashed oh, his head. Oh my god, dude. Okay. The licking was was intense. Dude, you wouldn't lick the blood of your enemy? No. Oh, the Balaclava Berserker? Such a cooler name. The Crowbar Crusader. <laughs> How about that? That's a good one. He doesn't have a knee anymore. <laughs> he doesn't have a knee anymore. Dude, if I'm the girl, I'd be like, are, are you the good guy? Oh my God, God damn, he's horrible. Oh, he's horrifying. <laughs> what is he doing? Okay. Dude, he's dead. He's dead. Now you're just doing it for fun. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, he's, oh he's, just, he's dripping in it right now. He loves the blood. This man is 100% not a hero. He's insane. <laughs> this man, I don't think he's actually. Ever. She's scared. She's definitely scared. I would be way more terrified of this guy. Truck coon. 
Oh, we're just we're doing this in a past tense. Truck oh. coon. Oh, that was a lot of blood. Crazy that he's saying, "What if I get hit by a nuclear bomb?" But all it took was a truck. <laughs> Legend. I'm gonna start a evil shadow cabal. <laughs> Who all's gonna be in it? Females. Yeah, but just girls. Right? Just girls and me. Stop it. There really isn't another dude in here. Why would you? <laughs> the fuck, man? So, like, they, they were their own little crew, their little little dope-ass, uh, like, Sailor Moon uh, ripoff. And then he jumps in, and he's like, uh, listen, got some changes we're going to make. One, uh, well, later. two, that, you're just going outfits. off. This is just based off the outro. And in the outro, they were at his old school. So I don't think that was them in the show. Like, that was just a fun putting them in oh, our world. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. They were, like, sitting in his classroom that he was in before he died. Kind of like how, uh, for a little bit, there was a bit of uh, My Hero, like, where it showed them in, like, this fantasy world. And it was just kind of cute to see him in that setting. Yeah, I don't think Got it was. It. I think that was just, like, oh, look, this was funny. Because yeah. that was, it was a, they still used coal-powered trains. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was a fantastical version of, like, an English city mm. that he was in. In the actual show. Yeah. So that outro, I do not believe was. Got it. Them. I could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. But they were in his old classroom. That doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) That that would be the weird (laughs) old English fantasy world that they ended up in. I love that you pointed that out. Oh, it's just, it's all women. It's just him. It was. Yeah. Dude, (laughs) dude, power to him. That's what I would do too. (laughs) Right? Yeah. He's like, I've created this uh, perfect group. Who's in it? Me. Dude, I'm going to be honest. Nine other women? Yeah, nine. There were like 70. <laughs> yeah. they, there were there were 12 around him, and they go, we have them surrounded. And I was like, so there's more. Because <laughs> you guys aren't surrounding anything. <laughs> and they cut to all different parts of the city, and they're all just in the shadows looking around. Yeah. I'll do the same thing, though. When I was working at a uh, children's theme park, okay, men... Any, if you were male, you, they would not let you work in the uh, in in the little stores that sold novelty items like like swords and stuff. Why they would only let women be in there because they said that women are more approachable. So like little kids and parents would be feel safer if they were going up to a woman. What right? And I mean, I feel like that's not a hundred percent the case, but I feel like. There's a monocle of truth to it. I feel like if if I was going to make a group of like assassins or something, yeah. people who were in the shadows that that do things to kill the bad guys, and you don't want to be conspicuous, that if I had all of them be ladies, I feel like more people would would be like, she's not gonna kill me. <laughs> then you see like a big yoked guy, yeah, and you're like, mm, I'm gonna look twice at that guy, yeah. That's true. Oh, there's also the negative effect. They're like, they're all beautiful. So you, you can't, you definitely can't be like walking around like with the crew because people are going to be like, is that, is that guy, is that guy a pimp? Like, why does he have so many gorgeous women around him right now? Yeah, but what's the last thing you're thinking about? Them killing you. That's true. That Even is Even with that, you're just like, holy, look at yeah. him go. Yeah, my first holy thought is like, it's like, damn, dude, some, some guys have it all. Yeah. Yeah. You got him. Mean, he still does. Yeah. Shit. He dude. does have it all. Yeah. Unbelievable fighter. Yeah. All these beautiful ladies. I am so scared. I fear for every wrongdoer, every guy who decides to steal an apple in that realm. Because this man... Steal an apple? Yeah, dude. The the damage he did with a crowbar 
This man now has magical powers. Okay, but stealing apples different from kidnapping a girl. All right, that's fair. That's fair. They were they were. Terrible. I don't think he. I think I don't think this guy cares about you stealing. He's like, Fuck, turns the other cheek. Yeah. If you do something real bad though. Yeah. I just want to see what he does. I want to see him absolutely massacre. Yeah. We dude. saw what he did to people in our world. <laughs> yeah. He, cur- he beat a man down and then curb stomped his head while he was groveling on the ground. Blown away. And that was the intro of that fight. Yes. My God. That was. That was our intro into him as a character. <laughs> that was Dude, I cannot believe like when he stomps down, you just hear like that loud squish sound. Like he broke something and it began to squish when he curb stomped. Yeah, like, oh blood he's just getting blood all over him. So yeah. we have the the pilot episode is meant to be an introduction to everything. Yes. Right? It's meant to give you an idea of every character. It's meant to give you an idea of the story. It's meant to give you an idea of the pacing, everything. Mm-hmm. All of that has to be in a pilot episode. We learned that he conceals himself while he's at school. Then we got the little pieces of he's working out unbeknownst to everybody mm-hmm. because this is who he wants to be. Yep. He doesn't want people to see him on the outside being a badass. Then we get to see him being a badass. Mm-hmm. And everything we learn about him is it doesn't matter. Mm. I will bust your brains all over the cement. Yeah. I will beat you down. And then while you're pretty much dead, I will keep smacking you with a crowbar <laughs> yeah. and cover myself in your blood. Yeah. For fun. Mm-hmm. Those are the things this show wanted us to think about this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Also, I really want to point out. Uh, so the point of this is the, the the main character did not want, and when I say main character, it's the main character of the show, not the first episode, because uh, the main character of the show did not want to be in the forefront. He wanted to be in the background. And I really now looking at it, like the direction they went, with him not even being the main character of the pilot. The main character was the girl observing him. She was mostly observing him. It, it was mostly like her meeting him, her talk, thinking about him. It was her day to day, and I, I assume she'll probably appear again in the show. It feels like that she had a lot of more character depth than just being like, "All right, we're done with her now." But, uh, but I really like the idea that he is the main character of the show. The show revolves around his story. That's where this will go. But she was the one observing him, and so I like the idea that maybe like when they were making it, they were like, you know, we don't want. This character, one of the biggest things about him is, you know, a lot of other main characters, like heroic or whatever, they want to be, they're like, you know, I want to be the hero everyone looks up to or whatever. Like, I want to be the one that is heroic like that. Uh, This character stands out because he's like, I don't want the fame. I don't want to do all that. I don't want any of that nonsense. Even he changes his name every time he goes out. And they're like, wait, you're the crowbar massacrer. Oh, no, the other guy called him that. He didn't change his name. I thought he did. I thought he did change his name. No, he called himself the whatever, and then he said, "I did this to all these bikers." Oh, and that's the other, what they called him. And the other guy said, "Wait, you're the yeah. balaclava berserker." Oh, uh, okay. So like that's what they were deciding to call him. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't change just be, his name. Okay. Oh, I it's read just that that's wrong. what those people have been calling him. I thought he was like switching names because like once one name gets too famous, he's like shut that down. No, he moves names. Okay, never mind then. But uh, yeah, no, I think it's still. I really like the concept that she she was observing him, and we got to see through her eyes. And you know, it was uh, her experience was she had a very traumatic experience. Well, she was a cool character, but I still found myself wondering about him the entire episode. Well, I think that's, I think that's necessary because we've talked in the past about how there's a lot of main characters that are nothing. Yeah. We care about everybody else because the main characters are viewed to the world. Mm-hmm. The main character is someone we can imprint ourselves on. And 
and feel with them. But if they want to have a very interesting main character, then you have to have somebody show us who that character is. Mm, allow the character to almost reflect off and so that we can see who this person is. Yeah. Yeah. So if he's going to be the MC of the show yeah. moving forward and they want him to not be milk toast for us, mm-hmm. then they need eyes that we follow. They need eyes that we perceive him through. Hmm. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. And I don't know how they're going to keep going with it. Yeah. But they I was gonna, might yeah. have that as a trope. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have enough female characters. They, I mean, they have enough like side characters. They could show other angles of this gentleman. And they could possibly, they could even show he wants to so badly not be known mm-hmm. or understood that each person can have a slightly different viewpoint of him. Mm. They can see him in a little bit of different way. We might even, maybe he didn't even beat the shit out of those guys the way he did, but he came down through the skylight with balaclava on and crowbars. Yeah. So we might've seen that through her eyes being so scared. That's her recount. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it could be a thing. But but what's cool about the idea of like what well, we're going off of this is, is the first episode allowed us to have fun with the thought of like how this went. This this could have been done very like I'm not gonna lie. I think if this anime was told from his perspective, I think it would have been kind of milk toast. I, I think it would have been like okay, like like he's his character is like whatever. But I I love the intrigue of of sides like you see it from her perspective, his brutality, but also his niceness. Like he, you know, and then I, I really like the direction of right at the end. It's just, he's dead. Like that's, you don't even get to see the incident. You just see on the fucking TV. Uh, by the way, this guy died. And you're like, God, what? And then like the little, like now that that's over with, I'm fucking, I'm in this new world. I'm going to crush it. And you're like, Oh Jesus. Yeah. It- and it's it's inter- it's nice because it seems as though they didn't want to show they might in the future I don't know but they didn't want to show the death happening in real time almost so that it pulls the agency away so when we are in the other world and they say all of us follow you because he's been in there for a long time yeah it might feel weird if we see the death then we see the standard isekai waking up in the new world Oh yeah, and then immediately now cutting to, I've done all these things. You didn't see them, but I did all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead, they pull us away. They pull us really far back away. We just get the knowledge of the death through some person's TV screen. Yeah. So now we don't have to think about, well, how did you get there? What happened when you first got there? Mm. How did you live your life in there? We get pulled so far away that now, if being they do deep into his yeah. story. Yeah in that other world is fine. Yeah, yeah. That, we're yeah. not feeling like we're missing out. That is true. That allows the viewers to kind of like, because it's so zoomed out. It's like, uh, for those of you guys like who, who like, if you're going through, if you're scrolling through a store, like a video on uh, on TikTok or anything like that, or even YouTube, um, you, you when you click on the video thing and you start to move it, it'll show you like really like kind of snippets like and you're really whipping through but on iPhone if you hold it it zooms in really far and that's I would like to think like probably the zoom in is the episode but they allowed you to go right far out and so when you push when you push forward on the timeline it will then show massive gaps and you're okay with it because it's so far zoomed out and so like you were saying like the I 
I didn't even it started that little snippet of like this is him in the new world Sorry, I went on a really like long tension, but that's just kind of I was trying so to relate confused. it to iPhone. Sorry, I know that I was like, how am I going to bridge this? Because Justin doesn't have an iPhone. I was like, I'm trying to show because it's a very big thing. Is that in iPhones, if you hold the video, if you hold right here, it zooms really far in. And so I was trying to zoom out, and I just don't know what that means. Okay, well, for those of you guys who have iPhones and you know what I'm talking about, hopefully I didn't I didn't go off the deep end. But what I'm going back to the anime is I I agree with it didn't even phase me that it showed him fully grown he had the ladies and I know it was a little bit of a time skip I'm assuming we're going to see a little bit of it but it didn't I at, at no point was I like how did he get here I just uh, yeah I was so like yeah okay that worked so maybe you're right maybe that zoom out of watching just kind of like being an observer to the incident that was like yeah the main character died in a truck well, but that's it. there were so many layers of separation yeah ex- yeah that's we're, what yeah we're in layers a random separation. house random person's house yep on a TV screen. Yeah. Not even the, the center of the screen yet either. It was kind of on the left and it was like, by the way, a local student yeah. died. And yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't even necessarily mean picture wise of how they animated it. Okay. I okay. just mean, so it, it, when he really dies to a truck, mm-hmm. we don't see that. Then other people have found him. Yep. Then other people have gotten the ambulance to come. Mm-hmm. We didn't even go through the ambulance. Yeah. Or those other people. Then the news got the information. We didn't go through that. Then it got broadcast. We didn't go through that. We didn't go through his family either. It was a random house with the news on, reporting through the news station <laughs> about what the ambulance found that they were called to get to because he died. There were so many degrees of separation Yeah, that we are allowed to not necessarily care about the in-the-moment transition. That's dope. I really like that. I think that's a good... I think that's a good way for them to uh, allow a skip. Yeah. I think I've, it's funny that like truck coon has been, is becoming a, like, of course, like not nah, is becoming is a, is a character in anime at this point. Uh, and I think it, it really got brought to the forefront with zombie land saga. I think zombie land saga really brought up like the kind of the, 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 we actually talked about the satire of it is cause the, it, at the beginning of their anime was just kind of like girl being adorable, making the toast, having a fun day, like saying goodbye to her parents. Everything's good. She's adorable. Bam. Hit by truck like really fucked up by that truck. We saw it and everyone was like, Jesus Christ. And that was the joke in itself. Is that like, yeah, that we're going to cut this story in half. Now our story begins. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uncle from another world Ooh. does almost the joke. Yeah. Guys crossing the street. You see a truck careening down, <laughs> barely misses him. And as anime viewers, we're like, what the fuck? He lived. Yeah. <laughs> We know we know that Truck Coon kills people. <laughs> so like Truck Coon is so pervasive in the genre, yeah. in in the the art of anime, that they can even make those faints, those jokes. That's hilarious. Of, we, he was supposed to die. Yeah, that's well, like it's it's like the uh, like the anime variation of of people who like if like I tell me I'm wrong. If you tell anyone you 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 got bit by a spider, it's like oh god, I got bit by a spider. You know, you know someone in the room is going to say. Have you tried to yeah. shoot a web? Yeah. Exa- yeah. Someone's going to make a Should Spider-Man. Walls? Yeah. Someone's going to be like, oh, you go to Spider-Sense? Like, you, someone's going to make a Spider-Man reference. Now, like, anime people, like, they see a truck and they're like, here I come, new world. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I've been thinking recently about starting over. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that being said, I uh, I, w- I don't think uh, anime gives a very 
most anime give a very uh, generous amount of time for the main character to monologue before they get hit by the truck. Um, I just want to tell you guys, I don't think you get enough time to do a monologue of like, wait, I think now is my time. I'm going to well, enter a new world. I don't think we know what it feels like to die. That's true. Maybe it really your does. Because your brain, when you're about to die, yeah. when, when there's big things happening, you know, people say like they saw their whole life flash before their eyes or when something crazy is happening, if yeah. you're if you're in a situation where you think you might die in a fire in the building, yep. that time seems to slow down. Mm. It's because your brain is pretty Firing much taking pictures over yeah. and over and over again. It's trying to trying to make sure that your short term memory and your long term memory coalesce Whoa. so that you remember everything that's happening in that moment, which can make time feel distended. That's so dope. So you might have time to monologue. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> like it's going to be really fast. Yeah. It's going to be the snap of a finger. Yeah. But in your brain, you did. Yeah. Like, no one yep, knows, but yeah, you did. Damn. Yeah. I was I was uh almost like saddened at the thought like when someone explained there uh there was like I think it uh, might have been you who was like uh it's like you know why people say like your life flashes before your eyes when you die? Uh, what, what right before you die? Um and it was like uh because your brain's trying to look for uh, anything it can to get you out of the situation, something like that. I don't know if I said that. And I was like, I was just kind of sat there, and I was like, no, that. I don't know why that makes me sad. Because <laughs> if there's nothing you can do, your brain's like, like I like the idea that it's like a secretary flipping through files. Like, no, 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 no. no. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. And you're falling off a cliff. There's nothing you can do. But your brain's like, there's got to be something we got here. I think at one point you fell on a slip and slide. That might be one. And so you're going down the catalog of like. Oh, I thought you were saying you're like I thought you were saying this person needs something to hold on to. Is like I shouldn't kill myself. That's what I thought you were saying. No, 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 no. I, I didn't know like you were like actually falling. Okay, I learned one time if I if I <laughs> take my pants off and I open them at this perfect position that they become a parachute. Yeah, that's what you're. Okay. Yeah, dude. I no, 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 no. I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. How's like tail? <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah. No, I. uh uh, though I do laugh at uh, the 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 Andrew Tate uh, big thing of the um, his his answer to people he apparently said this several times like uh, someone once told me that they wanted to kill themselves I said first get a six pack yeah and I was like damn it <laughs> I was like I bet that would and he laughed because he was like I bet you'll feel different I was like fucking son of a bitch yeah probably yeah I do think the anime looked very pretty. Ooh, I agree. I think yeah, it yeah. looked very pretty. Yeah. I think they made sure. I don't think it was crazy animated. I don't think that they went in and animated everything super awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think they made sure almost as we don't have the frames to animate all of this stuff. Mm. But everything that we can do, we've planned it out and we're going to make what we can do great. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I wasn't sitting there thinking this rivals Mob Psycho with the amount of amazing animated frames. Yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking it always looks aesthetically pleasing to me. And the opposite end, you weren't thinking because I have a firm belief that it it was this situation. But the uh, the second season of um, One Punch, it felt like they were avoiding doing things they can't animate. Like they were like, Oof, yikes, that's gonna be a lot. Uh, instead, make it a joke uh, that he ca- that he doesn't punch because we can't. I can't. We're not gonna animate all this. It didn't feel like they couldn't. 
So it felt, if they couldn't, I never noticed. Well, they did, they still did everything. Yeah. They still did the fights. Mm-hmm. But even when, I mean, you could have had him just animated and beaten the hell out of a guy. You Yeah. But, or you could have him beaten the hell out of a guy in the background with some splatter. You use sound to your advantage mm-hmm. and look at the horror on a person's face as they watch you beating the hell out of that guy. Yes. So they're not having to go through all that animation, but they're still getting the artistic value and giving the audience a, a clear perspective. Her perspective on how brutal he was being gave us an idea of our perspective, what our pers- what they want our perspective to be. Because mm. there's tons of anime, there's tons of media in general where the brutality is fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because they've given us the perspective of in this world and what you're trying to play, especially in games, this type of brutality, we actually want you to find fun. Yeah. And this show wanted us to kind of find that brutality scary. Mm. So they gave us a character during those moments to tell us, you can, we also think this is a little bit (laughs) off kilter. Yeah. So allow yourself to, to not think he's great because he's doing this, but to think, uh, he's kind of brutal. Yeah. Yeah. But those kind of things, instead of just being like, ah, oh, we can't show it, so let's let's not. It's We're not going to show it, but we're still going to give it artistic merit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Also, they're, uh, they're, the two songs I remember, the music bopped. So that was that was also nice. I look forward to uh, hearing more action, especially the ending. Because uh, they had the, who did you say, Vivaldi? I, I'm not a purveyor of classic music. I just listen to it sometimes when I'm needing it. Yeah. But I think that was Vivaldi. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Either. I definitely appreciate it. I love, like, hearing it every once in a while. Like, it just kind of hits me. I'm like, oh. A lot of times, one, it's great. Yeah. Classic music is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just, it feels nice to listen to. It does. But two, you don't have to pay for it. Ah, uh, yeah. That's so true. you can you can put any of it in. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. But um the uh but the the uh at the end after the credits when he uh, shows like the like a little bit in the next world dude the music right when he was like overlooking the city it it reminded me of the the club scene from Blade it was like I was like ooh ooh give it to me yes I yeah. love that shit I'm really excited to see that world yeah me really too because I I I feel as though it's not. Stuff doesn't take that direction very often. There's a book series, uh, A Different Shade of Magic. Okay. I might be getting that wrong. Uh, V.E. Schwab, I believe, is the author for the book series. I think it's called A Different Shade of Magic. Okay. And it has a... Its fantasy world isn't dragons and stuff. It is more in line with this. And then... Uh, Almost oh, like a like few... a time period, but it is excelled a little bit into the uh, uh, forward in time. So it's like technology is still kind of there. Well, it's like a, it's steampunk light. Oh, well, okay, steampunk light fantasy. I should okay. say because okay. this was obviously it had technology in it in the world. Yes, yeah. But it was using coal powered trains almost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to bring people around the city. Yeah. So it's not steampunk. Because steampunk has all the all the bells and whistles, brass everywhere. Yep, yep. 
but it's it also has a little bit of that element. Yeah, steam light. I like Further that. technology, but fantasy steam. Light. It's not insane with ge- there's not gears every five square meters. And everyone's not wearing goggles. Yes. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what the, what the world is. I, I I'm intrigued by that type of world. I feel like it doesn't happen often. People don't usually do. People know fantasy. Yes. People know steampunk. People know cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. People know these things. So if you're doing something in any type of gray area, in any mid zone, you have to do heavy lifting of getting people to understand where they are. Yeah. Because you can say, this is fantasy with dragons. And people are like, I know exactly what this world is. And then you sprinkle in your own little bit. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay. So yours is a little different from th- because of this. But I, I'm on board. Yeah. If it's anything that's not one of the big genres of fantasy, mm-hmm. it's like, you have to make sure that I understand yeah. what this world looks like, sounds like, smells like, feels like. Because that's like one of the things I'm going to start asking, wondering, and uh, critiquing in a way. I'm going to be like, wait, so they have this, but this doesn't, but why it, would they, you know, why are they here? I feel like it's kind of, I don't know if I'd, I would, I would critique the worlds in anything, mm-hmm. but if I understand the world that you're presenting me with, then I'll have a better time understanding why characters make the decisions they make. Mm. That's true. Kind of. I'm critiquing yeah. the, I'm wondering why the characters are doing stuff more so than anything. Mm. I was going to say a good, uh, I think a good example of a kind of a combination or a gray area would be, um, oh, fuck, I'm trying to remember the name, uh, but when, uh, uh, when the fantasy genre opened a gate into our world and then our world mixed with them. Gate. Gate. <laughs> gate it's um, called gate uh yeah and so i think that was that's a gray area in itself like later on especially when like our tech like our humvees are ripping through a fantasy realm that I would alone still, i would still say it is a fan we know the fantasy yeah and we know ours yeah but what i'm saying is like they had to do a bit of heavy lifting of of absolutely explaining like we do this like every time when they were like we're gonna send in these things we're gonna have these things it's been this long so we've established these things and i appreciated a lot, like doing that stuff so it didn't just be like it didn't just show bases in in the fantasy realm. Like, yeah, uh, we it, I don't know. We showed up. We're here. I appreciated the heavy lifting of like because that is something I would have been like, wait, when did they establish this? Wait, we brought our tanks over, but they said like, yes, we did this. We did these things. We we push forward. You see them marching forward, and it's something that the authors brought into into their mind. Like pe- the the viewers are gonna question this world. They're gonna com- They're gonna question the combination of us tampering with the fantasy they know and the modern day technology we have like this two stories are kind of mixing so it's acknowledging it and I feel like you're right like this that two second snippet of the world they had I was like ooh what do we got here it seemed like something that if they have their rules set out dude I'm, I'm like I'm ex- it's like I'm like a kid running to this little playground I'm like dude I want to play in it like what's going on here what do you got here what's your little bells and whistles what's your rules yeah. Why is that that kitty girl looks adorable? What do we got here? It all ends with kitty girls. Dude, they were adorable. All it just needs you to have ears. I will say I appreciate it artistically. I love when the cat ears look really like just look like piss like pieces of the hair. They look like what? Piece, I know. Piece? I was trying to say pieces. Uh the pieces that like the hair just kind of extends into the cat ear. I think that's such a nice aesthetic. I, I, I care for that way more than I do like just hair and someone just drew in the little triangle, but ears. There you go. Cat ears. 
I like it when they look like because then it has like individual ears. Like they look like each like a girl's hair is like blue and crazy, and her hair and her ears are kind of fluffier. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it's cats. I know. Cats it makes are me that happy. Way. I love it. So why gonna... why would they be different? <laughs> if it was a yeah. cat girl, why wouldn't their hair be represented in their ears? That'd be the cutest. Sorry. It would. I thought we were talking about the same thing. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, no, I'm saying in real life. Like, if we have oh. real life cat girls, like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, they would have, like, different ears. They'd be the cutest. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to get into the Johto's a little bit. Oh, let's do this. And this is more of uh, Isekai in general. Because I kind of wonder if if fantasy anime concepts are brought to the table. And then big wigs are like, let's make a first episode that's not in that world you came up with. And then they get transported to the world that you came up with. Because isekai is a thing that people watch. And we don't know if they'll just start with this fantasy world that you made. Because I feel as though there's a lot of times there's a well-realized fantasy world in an isekai. And then the character assimilates so fast into it. And there's only only times there's ever callbacks to the world is when they're just like, it's it's almost a, but also they were in the real world before. And those <laughs> callbacks don't do anything to progress the story. No. It almost feels like there's times when someone came up with something and then was told, but make the beginning have a hook where somebody gets transported into it. Mm. Is what it feels like to me. Yeah. Because I've also, through experience, and maybe this is because things aren't being translated over, I've also, I've talked about it before, had a hell of a time trying to find Japanese fantasy books. Uh. I can find Japanese fiction, like fiction written by Japanese writers, but I have a hard time finding fantasy, Japanese fantasy. And I wonder if, because people like uh, Miyazaki making Dark Souls series, yeah, that's that's Western fantasy. Yeah, those aren't Japanese fantasy. Those are Western fantasies. Those are knights, dragons, castles. Yeah. I just wonder if. I don't know. I don't know enough, but I wonder if fantasy as a genre is something that the big wigs and Japanese companies are like. People won't latch onto that. So make it a real world, then a fantasy. So they latch onto the real world, and then they're fine for your your story. Huh. That is fun. Uh, yeah. May, yeah. Because I also... Because, I mean, the writer in itself, like, makes a story. But then they, they would have to go up and bring it up to the big wigs. And they're the ones who would be like, no, nah, you you're you going to have to adjust it like this. So, yeah, maybe they, they decide, like, mm, the, fantasy, the fantasy realm in itself is kind of, like, as a whole... Um, huh. It's, uh, I just feel like some of these could be, could just be in that world from the start. Mm. It's so, it's well realized. They've come up with their magic system. They've come up with all this stuff. The, all of the ingredients are there. No. But then the first episode is them in the real world, them being put into the world that they've created. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're going. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, it, I feel like I, I'd want to say that it's a form of relatability because uh, I feel like isekai is 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 still um, uh, almost like a 
like a, a reach out to the to the viewer being like wouldn't it be cool like look at our characters in every man like it, it could be you and imagine you know look how relatable it is he eats ramen he plays video games like that's you right now imagine you just got hit by a truck and boom you're in this realm and it kind of lets you be like yeah what if i was in that realm but that's what i'm saying yeah is that like they, I'm they're using that as a buffer that that is a crutch yeah because i don't want somebody who's telling me a great story to be like hey you no way you could ever understand or relate to my characters because you're too dumb (laughs) so now i have to give you anime video games and manga in the real world or you're just too stupid to to be there with me and i'm not saying this about stuff that obviously pulls from the real world also there's a bunch of isekai where the person they are in that world is so heavily tied to the person they were in the real world mm-hmm. or it shows both of them simultaneously uh, a bunch of different things carry over and the story changes and shifts because of the real world because of their past almost uh, slime yeah, I was actually going to say a really so good So much about example. slime is I know of war in our world. I know of all this stuff, but I also know of the technology and forward thinking that we've had as humanity. So I'm going to try to bring that to the goblins. I'm going to try to bring that to all these different races of people. Yeah. I'm going to try to have a more harmonious, peaceful fantasy world. A smaller, uh, a smaller scale would be uh, uh, jobless. I think uh, the the anime almost entirely hinges on who he was, who he who he was before all this, because every reaction he has, there's almost a like a level of uh, like distrust, and he's always like, no, like they're they're fucking with me, obviously, and then he's like, I'm not, I'm not that dude, and then like. Uh, and then he'll be like, no, they treated me different when I was that, you know, back then or whatever. Or like I was a nobody back then, but now is my chance to not be like that. And it's, it, it, I think they constantly harken back to who he was before. And I think it's, it's a big thing of like, especially when they show him talking to that, the, the aqua of that realm, the God of that realm, when, when he's just talking to him uh, and it shows like who he was. I think it's kind of a cool choice to show, to show the, the audience, like remember who he was. Yeah. Yeah, instead so, of this 10-year-old child. So it's kind of, there's there's shows and there's stories that part of the progression of the story and understanding and character development is the old world and the new world together. Mm-hmm. And then there's other ones where there's a first episode and now a whole story. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand why those ones have the first episode of them in the real world. Outside of it being... Well, we got to do it. Yeah. Because they've put so much effort into this world. And all they would need is not to do the first episode and trust in making the starting the story. I almost don't feel like it would be. I think you could honestly have the, the, the coolest fucking world to play in ever. Like you could have the most thought out badass world, but story beat wise. I think viewership has shown people like when it when it has a, a that buffer, and I think it, I think it shows that people like that more than than just starting the story at the fantasy. That sounds wild to me. Of, of like starting the story there. You think that 
there's tons of isekai. Mm-hmm. So there will be viewers. There's so there's a bunch of people end up watching isekai. Yeah. But a ton of people watch everything else also. That's true. And I don't see there is an ent- sci-fi fantasy as a genre exists and is hugely popular. I can't possibly see anyone saying that isekai is more popular than sci-fi fantasy. No, 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 no. I wasn't, I, in no way, shape, or form was I was trying. I'm, I was mainly sticking to, I guess, like isekai in my head was just the, the forms of isekai and fantasy and anime. Is I think isekai is more popular than fantasy in, from what I've seen lately. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. They're just saying attack a thing on the beginning because we don't trust people to just watch. Yeah. I don't think even the fantasy world being as great as it is would hold up if it wasn't an isekai in anime. We're going to have to agree to disagree. I think that's crazy to think. Yeah. Because isekai is a very new idea also. Mm. And fantasy is a tried, true, tested form of entertainment. Yeah. You think Lord of the Rings would be better if it was an isekai? No. You said even the greatest fantasy worlds people would watch because it was isekai. I mainly meant anime. I, I don't think Lord of the Rings would... I'm sure Lord of the Rings, if it was an anime, would be dope, but I also don't think... I think Lord of the Rings was perfectly told as it was as a book and as a movie. I think both of those projects individually were beautiful, but I I don't think... um I don't know of how well an anime would do in Lord of the Rings because it would be just fantasy. I feel like there's a relatability that people want from Isekai to be able to put them into the fantasy world. I feel like we've had fantasy for hundreds, but a long time. I mean, there has been fantasy anime all leading up to the past decade. That's true. And manga and some of the most well-received. Berserk isn't an Isekai. I don't know. I've never actually seen Berserk, but I, 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 yeah. But in terms of received by an audience. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a ton of stuff that I just, I, that just seems, I don't know. We're, we're going to agree to disagree. Cause I don't, yeah, I, no, 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 I really sure. don't, I, I don't understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I, uh, and I, I definitely know that I, I lack the ability of defending points. I think for sure you are a master debater compared to me, but I, I just call me a masturbator. I did. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I I do believe the buffer is uh, is somewhat necessary at this point. I feel like I feel like it's calling us kind of not there enough to follow a story. Hmm. I think I feel like in a situation where it actually means mainly nothing to the rest of the story, that them just putting it there says that. I didn't have I couldn't have paid attention Hmm. like I just think it's if it doesn't do anything why is it there yeah yeah I'm I I don't know I can't I mean I was gonna say like I I'm just kind of running around in circles I I feel like I I've never had a problem with watching the beginning of it and being like man I really feel like they just kind of started me at the fantasy war apart I really like the bit of showing them before that and then going into the realm so maybe I'm I'm just speaking from I like it and I want more of it but it's fine to like it yeah I'm just saying I don't understand why they don't just start there yeah sometimes I don't know 
I need to see more examples of starting it, uh, like starting from a realm. And you're saying, and you're saying, still having the realm that he is from, that the main character could be from another realm. But your the story begins at the event of him coming into that world. Or, no, or there is no our world. You just fantasy. You don't want to. I'm just saying. Well, bar. what I'm you saying is, they have created a fantasy world. Yeah. This whole isekai beginning mm-hmm. literally means nothing to a lot of the worlds that they're making. That I don't see a reason for the, there to be a first episode isekai for them to just have a fantasy world. Mm. There's literally, I'm saying literally no isekai. We start with a character and you have worked so hard in this fantasy world. Why are you shoving something into the beginning of it? I guess the same idea would be go for uh, kind of like Western uh, TV and zombies. I think zombies are a very overplayed thing, but nowadays having that uh, people still go in and see that story people like the story so oh do people shit on zombies now but for a bit they were absolutely like they ate that shit up people have been talking horrible about zombies since I was in Golden West College <laughs> in Huntington Beach <laughs> well you are, that was well, 11 years ago damn how old am I uh, well I mean I think <laughs> that's how long people have been being like uh, zombies are played out. Yeah. Well, I mean, damn, I I had a point with the relating the overplayed zombies plus overplayed isekai. I think you're just saying that you think both are people love them, so they're just going to watch them anyway. Damn, I I literally lost my point. You made me laugh, and I completely got it. It was gone. It was right there. You you fucked me. I didn't do shit. It must have been a lie. <laughs> I wasn't. You know, I was just trying to bring up a point. Remember honest points. Yeah, no. No. It's not it's not a lie. No, I uh I don't I don't know. I, I think I think there's a form uh, I don't think that having it be an isekai is, is any bit of a crutch. I think people you can have the isekai aspect and still show the world and not 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 I just I'm trying to be clear here. Yeah. I, I've made a distinction between the two Mm -hmm. the isekai that progress a story with the real world and the fantasy world Mm -hmm. i have there's no problem yeah the things that just tack on a beginning is what i'm saying yeah i just want to make it clear yeah that i'm not talking about isekai as a thing yeah i like isekai Mm -hmm. i'm saying when something is nigh on useless as a beginning point for the grand story. I don't understand why it's there. I I don't have an answer for you. I you, think don't ha- I, you don't have to. Yeah. I'm just saying, I I don't understand why it's there. Okay. You don't have to agree with me. And I know that you don't. Mm. We can d- disagree. It's mm. I'm just trying to say, we can disagree. But I just, I want to make it clear because I feel weird sometimes because I'll say something and then I feel like your argument is not is is not what I'm trying to say mm. I'm not saying all isekai and I feel like you're it, you're taking it as all isekai mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I might be wrong I no, just feel like you're taking I, I think, it as isekai in general when I'm not saying that I, honestly where I'm coming from is I don't I can't think of enough examples of, of fantasy 
uh, anime and stuff like I can't pull from it. So every time I come, I come up with an example or I'm coming from a world of like, well, I feel like that I'm almost entirely only coming from and talking about all of Isekai because that's all I have to pull from. I can't really think of a fantasy anime besides the one you said. So when you're like, I feel like the story could be, I, I wish I had more to pull from and be like, this is, I, you're right. Yeah, I feel I like kind this of, is this. I kind of want to divorce it from, it has to be anime though. Because anime is just a medium of entertainment. Yeah. And I, I also think just being like, well, we can only talk about the anime as a form. I, I relate stuff to books a lot mm-hmm. and movies and things like that. They're all just a form of entertainment written by people as a story and then put to screen mm-hmm. or just put to paper. Um, and if we separate them in that kind of way, I don't want to like devalue anime and say like, oh, it has to just be anime. Mm-hmm. It can also be related to TV, live action TV shows, movies, books, comics, all that too. Yeah. There's tons of fantasy out there. <laughs> yeah, there is. To pull from. Yeah. The vampire books you like, right? No. That's fantastical. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess it was fantastical. It's definitely it's modern vampires. Day. Yeah. It's modern day. It's kind there. of fiction, but this is kind of fiction. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I haven't read those books in forever, though. I, I do remember there was a lot more fantasy than, like, looking back at it, I thought it was, at the time, I was just so enamored with the with the vampire aspect, but there is a lot of, uh, at one point, they're, like, in a mountain, and there's an entire civilization inside of a mountain. Yeah, look at, but yeah, I guess it is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Just my thing is, I feel like there is a crutch to just, let's make it super easy on ourselves. Hmm. And I feel like just do it because I feel like somebody told you to do that. Yeah. And I don't want people to tell them to do it. Trying to change the way anime, uh, change it back to the way or having the boldness of, of allowing the story to be strong enough to not need that buffer. Yeah, people obviously worked really hard on the fantasy world. Yeah. And a lot of times, the real world wasn't worked on at all. It's just a half of a first episode. <laughs> you know what I But why, why would I care? <laughs> yeah. You did everything about the magic. You did everything about the characters. You did everything about the races. You did everything about all that. Mm-hmm. So now when I have 15 minutes of, I don't care. This yeah. is just leading me to them being dead. And now I finally get to be in the world I want to see. Mm. I just want to be in the world. You heard it here, folks. Justin just wants to be in that world. I was going to say, all right, I'm going to get into my Tejas topics. I have it pulled up. There we go. Got it. Uh, a big uh, a big element uh, of this MC is the lack of desire to gain fame from the heroics. That is a subject that I guess kind of bugs me for a bit. I honestly wanted want to believe that I'm not, I'm not in it for the fame. But if I had the power and I saved people... Um, and someone else got the credit for it, I think I'd be upset. Uh, like, I still want to help people. That been my first thought is like, I want to save people, but I also, I feel like I would want to be the hero. You know what I mean? Like I'd want that, but uh, I guess the attention is something that I almost assumed I would get with it. And my question is, do you think that would make me less of a hero or me? And when I say me, I'm, I'm, not really talk about myself, but I'm more kind of like in general, if someone seeks uh, to help people, their first thought is to help people, but they're also like, uh, yeah, I guess the fame comes with it. Is that make them less heroic? I don't think it does. No. A lot of people do. I feel like I get 
I feel like I go round and round about this type of thing with people. Yeah. As long as the good thing happens, I don't care. Yeah. As long as the philanthropic, like if, if a, say like a really rich person is doing a great thing mm-hmm. and that ends up helping them gain notoriety to have more money mm-hmm. and people are like, they're just doing it for the extra money. Well, they did feed a million people. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. I don't think we should vilify somebody because they have a better lot in life after doing a great thing. Mm-hmm. I think if we're still cheering people on, even if they gain notoriety, if they gain monetary anything, if they if they gain something that makes them feel happy because they did something great, then people won't feel bad about gaining something themselves after they do something to help another. Yeah. I think putting people down, say you're a, a, a hero in this instance, and you save a bunch of people's lives, you gain notoriety, you live a better life because of it, and then everybody says, you're just doing this because you end up having a mansion. Yeah. You saved all those people, but that was only to help yourself. Now, if I'm going out to help somebody, it's like, but if I gain anything back, people are going to be mad at me. Yeah. And I think lifting people up for doing something amazing, we should focus on the amazing thing. Mm. If they do bad things on the back end, then we can focus on the bad things for what they are. Yeah. But I don't think if you, if you go out and you're like, I want to be famous. I also have a superpower. I'm going to use my superpower to save humanity. And that's, what's going to make me famous. You're a hero. And now you're famous. <laughs> Power to you. You saved people. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think there's there's almost like um, when you when you talk about like wanting the fame or or like if it's like if I was a superhero, I'd, you know, of course, like I'd want I'd want that fame. Like, I feel like there's there, there's an automatic reaction in people to be like, you can't be in it for the fame. What are you doing? And you're like, I'm not. Well, that's it's kind of like hand in hand. Right. Like, I, I want to help people. That's my first thing is like I have this power. That sounds dope. I also wouldn't mind the fame. And I think like the, I guess because it was such a thing for this main character, he was like, I want to be hidden. I don't want to be seen. I don't want any, I'm going to make a really dumb name. What was it? The, the, the something slap, the God, I can't remember. remember. It was really bad though. Yeah. I was going to say, it was like like the the stylish, the stylish, uh, night stalker or something. Yeah. It was like, I like to think that people that survive his attacks are like, God, I can't remember his dumb name. Uh, We're going to, we're going to make up our own. If people survive his attacks, he's bad at what he does. Yeah, that's true. Also, looking at how he deals business, I don't know if anybody survives what no. he does. Dude. And if they do, they don't remember anything of the last week. <laughs> the, the the paramedics are like, this guy's this guy's not a hero. This guy, this guy massacres people and leaves them brain dead. This man's a vegetable now. Yeah, I uh, I think the the thought. I don't know why I kept thinking of like my hero. Like Midoriya, like he, he, you know, he wants to be the the biggest hero in the world, other whatever. But I think he's still, and I'm talking about, was it preseason five or whatever, Midoriya? I don't care. But the, uh, but the core of the character, he wanted to be a hero. Yes, the fame comes with it, but he absolutely, the hero part was the biggest part of him. He wants to be the number one hero. Yeah, which I don't think he's to make people smile. He's yeah, to make people smile. Yes, it comes with the notoriety, but. He mainly wants to make people smile. I think that's it. he absolutely is a hero, and he, of course, that will come with fame. That's the but the thing is, you can't make everybody smile and everybody be happy if no one knows who you are. You literally yeah. have to be famous <laughs> to do what he wants to do. 
Yeah. You have to be the most famous hero in the world mm-hmm. for him to achieve his goal. I don't, I don't really see a problem. People, when we were at AMDA, mm-hmm. going through acting school, yeah. they'd be like, oh, I, I, would, I would say I really want to make a living doing acting. Mm-hmm. People are like, you shouldn't be in it for the money. I'm like, it's a job. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a job. Yeah. You don't say that to scientists. No. Scientists is like, I, I love being a scientist. I also get paid to do what I love. Yeah. I've told this, I've, I feel like I say it ad nauseum, but my dad, all he ever wanted to do was work on planes, jets, or if we were still doing, trying to go to the moon, he would want to work on that. Yeah. But he wants to be a computer engineer for those things. He, he Every day he goes to work and works on jet planes. Mm-hmm. Loves it. That's what he wanted to do through high school. Sick. And then he got the job. And you know what he shouldn't have to do? Mm. Do it for free. <laughs> yeah. You can do what you love and get paid for it. And your goal can be, I need enough money doing what I love to survive. Yeah. Or to live comfortably. And that shouldn't be vilified. It shouldn't. People act like you don't have the passion for it. No. I have so much passion for it. I want it to pay me through existing so that I can continue to do it forever and not have to make coffee for people. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. If your mind's in two places, you can't put everything into what you want. Yeah. If you have to survive off something else. If your eggs are everywhere, all over the chicken coop, how can they all be in one basket? I've never heard that before. I just made it up. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think as long as the good thing happens. Yeah. Who cares if you get famous? Yeah. Fuck it. People are saved. Yeah, as long as they're getting saved, I'm going to be like, let's go! Yeah, as long as, you, you know, people, the bad guys are beaten to almost death with a crowbar, and the good girl stayed unmolested, you have you have succeeded. Hyper-specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that brings us to a close on this one, right? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. As always, we hope you guys have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are. And we'll see you next time. Bye.